So as we know, Daryl Morey has received a lot of criticism over this past season's trade deadline and throughout free agency thus far for his lack of aggression. And in my opinion, some of it is validated while some is also overblown. Anyway, today we react to a clip from Kyle Lowry discussing how that trade deadline situation went down. And who knows, maybe it'll influence the way you are thinking about things a little bit. Also, we discussed the Sixers declining their trade exception from the Al Horford trade. We have a lot to get into, so let's talk about it. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, where we constantly talk Philadelphia sports. You know what to do. Drop a like, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, get notified anytime we drop some content. Be sure to check out the merch store and consider becoming a channel member today. All the information and links are down below in the description. We're going to talk about this Kyle Lowry clip. It was definitely interesting on CJ McCollum's podcast. We're going to talk about what the trade exception means. If anything, does it have substance for this season? And why did the Sixers decline it? And I even have a surprise for you guys. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsor, BetQL. Do you want to get an advantage over your sportsbook? Well, if so, BetQL is the perfect app for you. Their best bet model scans 350,000 unique bets per year to give you a best bet recommendation Across all major sports for every single game, they even give you uh, news, injury updates, any other information you need to succeed on your bets in real time. They cover spreads, player props, over-unders, literally anything you can think of. I personally started using BetQL a couple days ago, and they've already helped me cash in on some parlays. And their sharp analytics and just how much they go into detail is going to make you a much more successful better. And if you're like me and you can't wait to cash in this weekend on some of these football games... You need to go and download BetQL. You can go to the App Store, Google Play Store, or even click the link down below in the description. And upon purchase at checkout, be sure to use promo code RB, 25% off of any subscription offering. Again, promo code RB, 25% off. And be sure to check out the special BetMGM offer in the description as well to receive a free year of BetQL. Again, all this information down below. Check it out. And thank you to uh, BetQL for sponsoring this video. All right, so getting to this CJ McCollum podcast. Shout out to CJ. I'm going to leave the link down below. His podcast is called uh, Pull Up, and he has other NBA players on. and just talks, you know, just like any other podcast. But um, he had Kyle Lowry on, and they talked about his journey and Toronto and the championship and all that good stuff. But the part I was interested in pertains to the trade deadline. And uh, I, I think Kyle Lowry was really open, and I thought he had some interesting comments and you're not going to want to miss this, but right before that, just a little surprise for you guys because I promised that is right. Let's have a little laugh. You know what I mean? Here's Ben Simmons today on Instagram. <laughs> Here's Ben Simmons on it on his Instagram story. Looks like he's, uh, I, I don't know if, if he had someone take this picture on purpose, but he's receiving some tips here from Kevin Hart. Shout out to Kevin Hart, man. Um, one of my favorite comedians, uh, you know, Philly legend in my opinion. And it's just funny. You know, I quote tweeted this earlier. I said, um, you know, Kevin Hart probably told him, you know, your act in the playoffs, Ben Simmons, that is pure comedy. That is hysterical. But leave the comedy up to me. I'm the comedian. Here, All I need you to do is shoot a basketball. And that's probably what he's telling him here. But just funny. People were saying, oh, Ben Simmons is wearing the Sixers shorts. Congrats. Whip-de-doo. He wore a pair of Sixers shorts. 
Yes, now it is certain he is coming back to the team. <laughs> you people make me laugh. But some uh, shout out to my guy on Twitter, man, um, who I quoted this from. He said, you know, when when you're receiving tips from a five foot Kevin Hart, you know something's wrong. But anyway, just thought you guys would enjoy that. Anyway, getting back into the podcast, so we're going to play the clip. This is what Kyle Lowry had to say about the situation at the trade deadline and ultimately why he opted to stay in Toronto. How did it feel like for you this season, kind of going through the the swirling trade rumors after kind of establishing a legacy, a presence there in Toronto, and then uh, eventually signing with the Miami Heat and a signing trade? Yeah, it kind of, uh, like you said, like, you know, see that you, you earn the respect of your organization where they talk to you about a lot of things. When on the deadline, it was real nervousing because I was like, yo, I don't know what's really going on. Yeah, we were on conversation, but it's like, all right, Kyle, you got to pick where you want to go. Do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? And that was the opportunity that that was the that was the respect that they gave me for being given them nine great years of service. And it was like, yo, like honestly, I, I said it early in the year. I was like, you know, we're gonna rebuild a little bit. Mark had left, Serge had left the year before a bubble year. We had a good season up, you know, then a bubble and we lost to Boston. And then this year we were re- we were displaced and we're in Tampa. And I was like, you know, it'd be cool to go home to Philly and you know, I'd go and maybe get Miami, whatever. And, and all that stuff, but I, I had made a, a like a decision. Like, yo, man, I ain't a lot. I don't want to. I don't want to be traded. I don't want to like leave my guy. So ultimately, in this clip, Kyle Lowry admits that you know he didn't want to be traded. He wanted to stay in Toronto, given kind of his history and everything that happened. He wanted to be a Raptor till the end of the season and kind of then choose where he wanted to go. Um, he pretty much said the organization Masai Ujiri was going to give him that opportunity, and it looked like they were actively shopping him. But at the end of the day, he said himself that he wanted to stay. Um, does this mean that Daryl Morey couldn't have got him? Does it mean Miami couldn't have got him? I don't know. I don't think so. But here's the first thing when I hear this clip that comes to my mind. This is Kyle Lowry, you know, a- after they gave him the ovation and he walks off into the locker room and he holds up the peace sign. Kyle Lowry thought he was going to be traded, okay? Um, and I'm just trying to think about this open-minded, you know. Daryl Morey... He has not been aggressive enough, in my opinion, and it's something we're going to continue to monitor and we're going to you know, continue to talk about. But uh, overall, I, I think that where this situation came down to was, you know, Masai Ujiri probably went to Kyle Lowry, like you said, and, you know, you can either go to Philly, Miami. We're going to give you the, the choice to go where you want to go. And, and Kyle Lowry said himself, he said, I was nervous. I thought, you know, he pretty much thought he was going to get traded. But at the end of the day, did the Raptors hold on to him for, you know, for the spite of just, you know, trying to give him what he deserved, which was to finish off with his young teammates and finish off with the city? Or did they not just find the right package? Because I, at the same time, I have a hard time believing that Masai Ujiri ended up taking, uh, what did he get? Goran Dragic, Precious Achua over whatever the Sixers were offering. And based off of Daryl Morey's approach, it almost feels like Daryl might have been trying to lowball them too far. Like, we heard he didn't want to give up Tyrese Maxey. I, I do understand that, even though we probably could have made a push at this point. And then in addition to that, Matisse Thibel, like, I would rather have, you know, guys like that as opposed to Goran Dragic, who they're going to buy out and other players like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, we know what happened with the Rockets, and we heard about the owner not liking Daryl Morey, and maybe that's why that deal did not get done for Harden. And now this deal, you know, Kyle Lowry wanted to go back. I don't know. What I think happened was Kyle Lowry genuinely thought after he held up that peace sign, I think that he thought he was going to get moved. And Masai Ujiri 
just did not get enough. So I'm not going to buy into it too much that since Kyle Lowry didn't want to get traded, they didn't trade him. But you know what? It's definitely interesting. It's definitely another story. And it's almost like, you know, we we love Daryl Morey, but as a GM, especially with, you know, just kind of the level that we expect from you based off of your history, you have to be able to pull ties and get things done, you know? And this is a business. It is a business. Um, maybe Daryl Morey, similar, you know, to his approach this offseason, has just probably tried to lowball them too far. But, uh, you know, Miami, they declined to go with them. And they ended up signing him anyway. And they they got and Lowry was able to choose where he wanted to go. He also talked about that in a different interview a couple days ago, saying that essentially he wants to go where he can win more championships. I guess he doesn't view Philadelphia that way. Um, and I guess it you know he would have rather went there instead of coming home. But I I don't want to miss out on too many more opportunities. I feel like if Daryl would have went over the edge there, he probably could have got Kyle Lowry. Now would it have been worth Tyrese Maxey? I don't know. It depends what Maxey's going to see. But, you know, the Sixers could have went short-term there and maybe went to the championship. So I don't know. Just a lot of thoughts here. It's definitely a, a good debate. The last piece of news, the Sixers uh, declined to use their trade exception that was generated through the Al Horford trade. Essentially, they could have sent this out and acquired a player without having to match salaries and, you know, have all the implications on the books. And now they, you know, they just opted not to use it. Is this, like, so you know, monumental that it, it's going to get looked at? No. But for us Sixers geeks, I mean, it is interesting. You probably could have gotten a role player with this, and I guess you're going to elect to go with Charles Bassey now as your last player on the roster. Um, it's interesting that we didn't use it, but it was the largest trade exception. It did expire, and we do not have it now. So any other trade moving forward, you know, this also could have helped in terms of a Ben Simmons trade, um, but now every other trade going forward will just be simply with matching salaries. And I just thought it would be good to know that. I'm surprised. Let me know if you think they should have used this or not on, you know, maybe a role play or something. But at the end of the day, those are just all my thoughts. Thank you again to uh, BetQL for sponsoring this content. The best app you will need to beat your sports book this season. Click the link down below in the description and use promo code RB for 25% off any offering. And be sure to check out the special BetMGM offer as well. With that being said, appreciate you guys so much. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.